Hi everyone, welcome to a new SS15. This is Lucas with a new guest, National League rugby player, Tom Steen, he plays for Harrogate RFC. Hello Tom, how are you? Good, thank you Lucas, thanks for having me on. Thank you for coming on. So if you could just tell us a bit about yourself to start off with, introduce yourself to everyone and um, your story through sport. Yeah, so I started playing rugby when I was about, well, went down to my local club when I was about two years old, um, Ealing Rugby Club. Um, went through the age groups there. Um, and then when I was about 12 years old, I was lucky enough to get a sports scholarship to Merchant Taylor's School. Um where I was at till, till 18, um, was part of the rugby team there, cricket team there. Um, and then throughout school, I, I started to get involved in um, like county rugby, played for Middlesex and then managed to get into the, the pathway at Wasps, um, where I was until I finished school. Um, and then post-school, I moved on to Leeds Beckett University, where I've been the past three years, um, just finishing up there. And then this season, I've just joined Harrogate as well, as you mentioned at the start. So, yeah. So quite a lot of sport all the way through from two. That's very young. Yeah, very young. Then got taken down to the Ealing by my dad. He used to play there as well. Um, and then never really looked back. Yeah. What was what was the level like at uh, Merchant Taylors? Like, did you get picked up for everything through there or was it through your club? Um. I think at Taylor's, I was lucky as like the head, the head of rugby there had quite a lot of contacts within Wasps. And then he also started working for Wasps um, when I was about 16. So he, he got me, um, he got me a trial at the DPP at Wasps um, where I was lucky enough to get into. And then after about six months of that, I went on to, to play for the academy. Okay. Um, what's the, what's yeah, the, it was main, mainly through school that I got into that. I think. What's well, the DPP? Ealing, Ealing had a massive, Ealing had a massive influence on that. Uh, DPP is developing player pathway, so it's like okay. the the level in between, in between county rugby and academy rugby. So it's like a stepping stone up into academy rugby from county. And you went from there into the academy. Yeah, into the academy at under 15s um, and then was there till like the end of the under 17 okay. season. So. You mentioned that you played cricket at school did you have to like was there a point where you had to choose between the two or did you kind of just play it up until a certain point and then you decided you wanted to just carry on with rugby? Um, I think in the end it it kind of made the decision for me like I was so obviously I went to Merchant Taylors and um, cricket and rugby were like two of the major sports there um, and I was obviously really into them like, even before I went went to Merchant Taylors um, and then well, I was I was lucky enough to get into Middlesex cricket uh, mm. under when I was under 14s I was in there there for two seasons so that was whilst doing rugby as well and then unfortunately when I was at the end of under 15s I got released from Middlesex so it, it kind of made the decision for me to go to go for rugby as a decision I probably would have made to go for rugby anyway but um, yeah, I think it was it was made for me in the end. But I, I, I carried on playing cricket until until I left school, and I didn't like I didn't just give it up. Yeah, and I think rugby kind of took over from like sixteen onwards. And it's worked out alright if you're you're still playing at a high level rugby now, so it's good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Um, what did you face any difficult? Like, obviously, you mentioned that you had to. I guess with cricket, you kind of had to accept that it wasn't going to carry on. But just in either in rugby or in any other sport in general, were there any difficulties that you faced, like coming through it? Yeah, I think when when it started getting into like the talent pathways, like county rugby and academy rugby, like I didn't get picked for county rugby until I think end of under fourteens, under start of under fifteens. And like there, there are other boys that were trying and getting in, and I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't getting picked for whatever reason. Um, so that that was like frustrating, like at the start of uh, at the start of my rugby like journey. Mm. But I think once I got into it and got into the flow of it, it was fine. And then obviously getting released by wasps was was a bit of a, a bit of a downfall, but it it opened up other, other opportunities. Like I went when I got released from wasps, I went back to Ealing. Um, and like joined the academy academy stuff there and so I went up to uni at Leeds Beckett mm. so there's been obviously downfalls in, along, along the way but um, yeah but you kind of just take them in your stride don't you have to just keep going yeah you do you keep yeah. going and you get better results from it yeah Um. so just on a few, there's a few things going around at the moment with um, the premiership and like, obviously you play national rugby which is high level um, I don't know if you've seen, but about Ealing Trailfinders not being accepted into the Premiership. Do you have yeah. like obviously? I don't. You're not. You're, your clubs are not quite on those levels at the moment. But do you ever speak about those types of things in Harrogate, or have you ever thought about that type of thing just for, for your own future? Yeah, it's it's been thrown about, and I think like obviously coming coming from Ealing and. Like growing up, growing up there, I've seen I've seen them coming coming through the leagues. Like mm. I know, like a load of my dad and a load of his mates used to play for, play for the teams when they were like in in national two and, and just yeah. before that. So I've been around like since they've been coming up the leagues. And I think it's like a massive shame that that they're not they're not able to go up to the Premiership because it's, mm. it just sends out a really like bad bad message to other clubs who who have the same aspirations as Ely might do. So like in in national two at the moment, Hull. Who just got promoted to national one? Hmm. They, they, for example, might have ambitions to one day get up into the championship and then one day get up into the Premiership. And, and seeing a club like Ealing, who's done the exact same thing, hmm. it's it's just it's not going to give like fill them for the confidence, is it, to to do that? So, to go up, yeah, yeah. I think it's a massive shame. Is it something that you guys at Harrogate you're talking about? Like, obviously, you've got a few steps to go, but you want to go up to. I'm guessing you want to go up to national one at some point, and then. Yeah, I think at Harrogate, uh, it's been like a bit of a tough season for them. I don't think they're well, we're at that that stage yet where yeah, we can yeah. be talking about going up to National One when you know we're bottom of National Two at the moment, and thankfully there isn't any any relegation this year, so we're we're still in National Two next year. But yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of a lot of steps to go until we can think about even getting promotion yeah, to National One. Um, but it, it's obviously. People talk about it and it's a topic of conversation, but mm. not really at Harrogate right now. Um, and what do you what do you think about like the the way that the rugby system is? Obviously, we spoke about Ealing and stuff, but do you think that it's there's room for you as an individual to kind of go up through those ranks, like, or do you think it's kind of a bit a bit difficult? It's obviously it's very competitive. What what do you think about all of it? No, I definitely think that there is there is room for it and. Whether that's just going up, 
international one and staying there or to a higher club in national two, I'm not sure, but they, they talk about like ring fencing the premiership. And yeah, I think that's a ridiculous idea. I think again, it, it just shows clubs like what's the point in, mm. in spending all that money and on players and within the club to try and to try and get them up to, to a certain league when, mm. The, the end goal is not really there. You're not even going to be able to go up to the Premiership. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just just back to you, and obviously as an individual, um, did you ever, obviously rugby is a very physical sport, and I spoke to um, someone the last um, podcast that I did about injuries. Um, have you ever experienced any serious injuries that you've had to kind of get through? Is it, or have you been quite lucky? Uh, no, I've, I've had quite a few, well, quite a few of the same same injury um mm. so it was like when I was was 18 like playing at school I kept having this injury where my shoulder would it's called a subluxation mm. so it, it partially dislocates and and then pops back in so mm. I had I had that in quite a few games at school but it's it, it doesn't really it's not really an injury that hurts it's more like an uncomfortable feeling at the time yeah. it feels fine afterwards so I kind of used to play through that and then I think one day when it fully dislocated and all those other times where it subluxed, it kind of caused a lot of damage to my shoulder. So um, I had keyhole surgery on on my shoulder. Um, it was out for three months. And then about a year later, I dislocated it again, playing up at Leeds Beckett, um, which required open surgery and then having two pins put in. Hmm. So there's been a fair few injuries along the way, but as you say, it's physical sport, so it's you, you kind of sign up for it. What what was that like for you mentally? Like, did you have to kind of battle with yourself to even get back playing, or was it kind of just you taking your stride and keep going? I think the first time it, it was fine. Like, obviously, you just take it in your stride and and you, you you keep going and you get back playing. But when it happens that that second time when you've gone through all of that mm. that rehab and injury stuff, it, it does it is really frustrating. Like, I remember. Remember it happening like sitting in the hospital and just thinking like oh like, here we go again like, yeah 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 another like three four months of this and then but what once I think once you're like once you're into the rehab it, it's fine and then you're just like raring raring to go when you get back really so you never thought about packing it in or anything like that it was just you just have to kind of yeah get... no it never really it never never really crossed my mind um I've like, always wanted to carry on playing rugby so it, oh. it's part and parcel of the game really isn't it. Yeah, like definitely. You're going to have some injuries along the way, but got to get on with it. Yeah. Um, so just a couple more questions. Um, just sport as a whole, have you always, like, obviously you've always played sport from very young, but has it always been at the forefront of your mind or has there ever been anything else that's kind of taken your fancy, something you thought you might get into or in the future that you might get into? I think it's, it's obviously like a, ma- a major part of my life, but it's not, like at, at this level, it's not a career. Mm. Like you you can't rely on rely on the small wage that you might get every week to to live off. So it's there's obviously other things like I'm, I'm at uni at the moment. I'm doing doing sports coaching, um, which is something I'm going to go into next year. I've got a job which is basically to become a like a PE teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, like it's it's sports related. So sports is definitely always at the forefront of my mind yeah not necessarily always rugby and not always playing it I guess as well yeah yeah exactly yeah. not always not always playing it cool 
Cool. So just the, the last last question from me, then I'll ask all of my guests the same question and it kind of like throws them off a little bit because um, it gets you kind of thinking. But does does sport define you? Um, to, um, to a certain extent, because I guess a lot of what I'm doing is sports related. So like obviously playing it on a, on a weekend or training during the week and then my my future job next year is sports related, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say it defines me as a person, but I say it plays like a, a major role in my life. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And do do you think that it's like obviously you mentioned about your injuries and stuff, and I guess getting through those things, and t- can you can you take those I guess that that perseverance into other things, or is it more like that that was me focusing on my sport, but now this is kind of a new challenge, or something else would be a new challenge. Or do you think yeah, you think, can transfer them over? I think skills? like determination, kind of to get to get back to get back fit and playing is something you can take into any any role or any job. Like determination to do your best or to do well within a role. Um, but I think that's that's probably the main one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming on, and I'm sure people will be interested. To, yeah, of course. I'm sure people will be interested to listen as well. And like, and like I said, all the things that we spoke about have kind of been floating around a lot, especially with the Elon and the Premiership and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, thank you very much for coming on. And everyone, thank you. Thank you. Of course, and thank you for, for tuning in, everyone. And just keep an eye out on our Twitter. Our Instagram now is back running, so keep an eye out for that. And there'll be more information coming in the next few days for what's going on in the future. But cheers, Tom. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Thank you very much.